0: The Notorious O.T.V. on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious O.T.V. brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And as always, it's all good, baby, baby. Uh, It was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse magazine. I'm your host, Chase Sesums, The Wolf of Oaklawn. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Belmont Stakes Weekend. Uh it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet. We as horse players spend so much time talking about the Triple Crown, the lead up to the Triple Crown, the Kentucky Derby, uh, you know, from like November on. Like it's pretty much what we look at. So it's like put on a old pair of reading glasses and a cardigan just to show that time has passed and maybe tuck your tuck your fist under your chin gaze into the into space and think about man how time has passed and how we've all grown as individuals this triple crown season what's up folks I'm glad that we got the big races this weekend uh, also I'm kind of glad that it's almost the end of our fallen Bob giveaway here at the notorious OTB. Uh, if you're not privy, uh, all you got to do, leave a review for the show, the notorious OTB, wherever you get your podcast and you're going to be putting a drawing to win a canvas print of my one and only fallen Bob, uh, painting. And no one else has this on canvas. You will be the only one leave a review. If you haven't seen it, check out my socials. Uh, they're all over the place there. And uh yeah, we're gonna be flying quick this episode. We're gonna be going fast. Scrambling, gambling, I must with, with mandolins and violins. We just sitting here trying to win, trying not to sin, power off weed and rock gin. We're gonna preview every single keep saying we. I, at home, I hope that you are uh, listening to me say "we" over and over again, and thinking to yourself, "You got a fucking mouse in your pocket." No, I do not. I, as an individual, am going to be going through every single graded stakes race on the Belmont Park Saturday, Belmont Stakes Day. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead. Let's get the the easy stuff out of the way. That's this Saturday, Belmont Park. First post is going to be eleven twenty Eastern Time, twelve twenty god's time uh 13 race card the feature of course is going to be the belmont stakes in the 12th we move to the third that is our first graded stakes race they get a pop it early and it's stay popping late i mean it is very much like uh club 112 where you leave smelling like booty and hennessy it's going to be bumping in elmont new york uh and the bumping starts Hopefully not too much grinding. Hey, yo, oh, six and a half furlongs. True North Stakes Race 3. It's a grade two, $250,000. It is for four-year-olds and upward. Uh, I, I gave... I decided the way I was going to do this. It's recovering so many races. I'm going to give you just a... I, when I say my top pick, this is my top gambling pick. The horse that I want to win bet. And then I'll give you another horse. I have it listed as a value play. I'm not sure if that's necessarily the case. How about just an alternate? So if you're a tournament player, this is great for you. Uh, this is right in your wheelhouse. But basically, the, these are horses that I would consider win betting each of those races. So my top pick that I'm definitely going to be win betting here uh, in the true north is going to be the six, Fearless. 15 to one for Fearless. And uh, the horse is a Todd Pletcher uh, trainee. You have some novelty factor here that the, this horse uh, won a mile and a half stakes for, uh, you know, graded stakes race, the Brooklyn at Belmont almost exactly a year ago and is now in at the six and a half for a long distance. Uh, the true north. What I will say is uh, it checks one box, which is the um, uh, why the fuck are you here? Angle is what I call it. It's just when a horse's entry doesn't make any sense. Those, those horses also always feel dangerous. Cause I feel like someone knows something that I definitely don't. So that's why you include, and then you have to consider the pletcher's horses coming off of what I call the, the witness protection angle. Like after his horses go on the shelf for a really long time, they come back and fire uh, pretty, pretty fresh here. So also, I get the eased last out angle, which is awesome. I love betting that one back. Uh, it was eased a while back, but still, um, horses eased Vandoff, great horses for bet backs. Uh, the value play is going to be the one today's flavor at a uh, five to one. Uh, the Belmont track could be souped up for speed. Uh, and if that's the case and maybe it's been built with the golden rail, you can't count a horse like uh, today's flavor out. Uh, Today's flavors five to one. George Weaver, Manny Franco, and the horse is definitely going to hunt the front. It's it's going to be out there. It will be bird dogging for sure. So that is race three, the True North Stakes. We do a little uh, checkers jump, a little hopsy, hopsy skips or poo. no, tell no one I ever said that. uh, two the race five eight furlong like two hundred thousand dollar. Poker stakes, Grade Three, and it's on the Widener turf, which is the outside turf course. It's got the bigger, more sweeping wide turns. Uh, top pick here for me is going to be the six, Emmanuel. Emmanuel's nine to two. I used to, I, I used to think that this was like a an Italian type, uh, like Chad Brown's in Italian, that will go to the front, will run its eyeballs out and hold. It won a race like that early in its career. And then Emmanuel started showing a lot of versatility. The horse can rate. The horse can come from a little bit off the pace. Uh, I, I like seeing that from a, a mature horse that's, you know, got a history of winning. Uh, so that's my top pick, the six Emmanuel, and nine to two, because I don't think that they actually go very fast early here at all. And if they're not going to go fast, I like having this versatility of a horse like Emmanuel that I know can actually send on the front and hold and win in case it gets warmer than I like, I still feel very much protected using uh, a manual uh, because the horse has shown that it can come from a little bit off the pace and win. So I'm on a manual there. uh, And then my, my other alternate pick here is going to be the seven uh, Philo Arianas at four to one. There won't be much pace and this one will be forwardly placed. Uh, Sometimes you have to cover multiple horses uh, that, that might go early just because it's so unclear who might send an early horses on the front, you know, kind tend to kind of win in these races where there it's a slow pace up front where I feel like there's a lot of just nervous pace, nervous energy. And uh, it feels like uh, maybe anybody can, can win. And if you have a price, why not even just double down on it? And how do you double down? Yeah. I don't have cash in hand to do it. Do it. Boost on it using Edge Boost. This episode episode is presented by Edge Boost. Edge Boost is the world's first new bet now pay later Visa card. Edge currently offers up to twenty five hundred in betting advances, which can be an extremely valuable tool. Imagine what you could do with an increased bankroll. Get down on some of your favorite futures without tying up your bankroll for months double down on a favorite bet you like or maybe say you're alive in a big pick five or pick six uh you can even create an awesome uh hedge gross don't do it edge boost isn't some sleazy loan shark no one in a shark skin suit is gonna hit you with a pipe they charge zero interest do you know way you can access more money to place on your favorite bets without paying any interest edge boost can also be a part of a responsible gambling plan you can set up daily, weekly, monthly limits across all your betting accounts in one place. Support SGPN and grow your bankroll by going to slash edge to sign up. That's slash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use problem gambling. Call 1 800 Gambler. All right, let's get back into the Belmont Stakes Day picks. Oh. Oh, we come over from the over the bridge on this one. Over from, from Bed-Stuy, from uh, Williamsburg, Greenpoint. Uh, I think a number of the newsies were from this borough. The 12 furlong, $250,000 Brooklyn Stakes. It's a grade two. Uh, top pick here for me is going to be the four. Bright future at four to one. It's a long race. It's a mile and a half. This is this and the Belmont Stakes. These are the longest races today. You know, mile and a half on the dirt. You might be able to learn a little bit of something about how the Belmont's going to be run by how the Brooklyn Stakes is run. How do these horses look going a mile and a half? But yeah, I took bright future the four at four to one. Even though this one is never run at this distance, uh, this is a curlin baby for Todd Pletcher and Rapoli. Um I think it's got the pedigree to go uh, with Curlin on the top line there. Uh, it, it's, it's very first try at a graded stakes race, but the figures are all competitive. Uh, you know, don't take a short price on this horse by any means. Uh, a lot of horse, a horse trying a lot of things. Don't take a short price on this horse. You want this to float. Uh, and I'm kind of counting on that happening. So that's why uh, I, I take my top pick there to, for bright future. An alternate here is going to be the two red run at six to one. I mean, Makers got one with a, a lot less question marks uh, in this race uh, because it's run at this distance. Uh, and, you know, the horse with a lot less question marks is a little bit of a longer price. Yeah, it's one to keep an eye on for sure. Uh, second by a neck last out going a mile and a half at Churchill Downs. Uh, and the horse even uh, moved forward in its performance. Uh, you saw it take a a definite leap forward in the speed figure department. It could be, uh, that the horse just needed more room to run. So I, I kinda, I'm very interested to see what this horse will do, uh, when they run them at the same distance back to back. So that's race six, the 12 furlong, $250,000 Brooklyn stakes. We're spreading love. It's the Brooklyn way. And we're spreading it all the way to race seven, the eight and a half furlong, $500,000 Ogden Phipps stakes, the grade one. I wonder what life is going to be like, uh, you know, whenever uh, things named after old people don't have weird names like Ogden, but they're they're named after the things like the, you know, your the stupid kids in your kids class that their parents gave them like stupid names like Jackson with an X and some shit. Like, I can't wait for, like, the the Jackson with an X, uh, Mustafa Abramowitz statues are erected in the future. Anyway, that's just where my mind goes sometimes. Let's go to the Ogden Phipps at eight and a half furlongs. $500,000. My top pick in the Ogden Phipps, the number five played hard at six to one. Uh, it's a tale as old as time, my friends. Horses in the lead with no pace pressure will wire fields. They won't do it every single time, but they got a really good chance to do it. And they usually have a really good chance to do it at pretty big odds. So just ride the lightning, put the money down and hope that, that, you know, the lightning strikes and it knocks a limb out of a tree. You turn it on a lathe, you make your own bat and then you just hit like old old trash cans and things with it like you're not a baseball player but like you can you can everyone can use a bat to just kind of fuck up stuff from now and then and be a responsible voting tax paying citizen the two aren't mutually exclusive anyway uh i really like i really like uh played hard to to break early and control the pace throughout like it looks honestly that simple to me so that's why I'm kind of shocked to see it at six to one so let's get on to the the alternate play here that's gonna be the one past the champagne at eight to one uh, if if played hard comes up short going gate to wire then it's gonna be two horses that are gonna be sitting right behind the pace off of them it's gonna have the first run at that speed as it comes back to the field and those horses are uh search results and past the champagne. They're gonna have the one, they're gonna have first run and pass the champagne is the obvious choice here from a pace standpoint. Basically, I have equal options, in my opinion. So why does not swing with the one with a better price? Uh moving on. Race seven, four hundred thousand dollars. The Woody Stevens Stakes. It is a grade one. And uh, it's loaded up with uh, this guy. To be the man, Daddy, you gotta beat the man. To be the man in the greatest sport in the world, you gotta beat the man. To be. Bob Ashley Schaefer from Eastbounded Down. That silver-haired fuck, Baffert. Uh, He's got some really good-looking horses uh, in the Woody Stevens. And, uh, I'm actually, I am on, here's the interesting thing. I'm on the other Bob and the other Bob once removed. What does that mean? Well, teaser, I'll let you know. You just relax. Have a, have a cocktail or something. You just take a load off. I'm doing the entertaining. Uh, right. The f- top pick for me, it's going to be the eight Fort Bragg at five to one don't expect that price to hold for, for Fort Bragg. I, I know that, you know, he's got a couple horses here. He's got Arabian lion, which actually I feel great because Arabian lion is in this race because uh, we've talked about being other chatted, being hit by those. I swear some of these trainers, they enter multiple horses and it's always the first one that you look at as just a decoy, that the other one can pounce on you and eat your ass like a velociraptor. Uh, I believe that that Velociraptor horse is Fort Bragg, uh, gets Joel Rosario up that screams. This horse is going to just fuck you. Uh, so I, I I think you have to use Fort Bragg. This pace should set up well. Honestly, Fort Bragg just needs a clean trip. Now, what about this whole, uh, Bob once removed thing? What What are you talking about? The wolf? Oh, Oh, you're waiting for me to drop that back again? Here we go. The nine, Fort Warren, 30 to one. This is my alternate pick, 30 to one. It is a Bob once removed because uh, up to two races back, when this horse tried the uh, San Vicente at uh, Santa Anita, the grade two San Vicente, uh, it was a Bob Effort training. Uh, it made the jump uh, to the Brittany Russell barn who i believe used to be a Bob Baffert uh, assistant uh, don't don't quote me i might be wrong but i think she was and the horse like it's it's perfect like if you're not going to get other bobbed like you're going to get other bobbed once removed right but uh this horse knows how to rate a little bit uh its career best effort came in the maiden breaking score uh back in october of last year brittany russell in the first start off you know uh the barn change on may 19th at pimlico got the horse ready to run won by a length and three quarters i kind of think that this one is still ready to fire with fort warren if this pace falls apart which there's a strong chance that it could uh it's it's absolutely not outside of the realm of possibility for uh fort warren to uh to get out after it there so we're on the forts fort warren it might be because we're brought to you by underdog fantasy best ball mania four insane balls four times best ball mania four is here and underdog fantasy is giving away 15 million dollars in prizes plus Plenty of ways to win the NBA, NHL, and MLB with their player prop parlays. Head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Here we go. We are into the home stretch. Uh, I won't get super deep into these because uh, four of these we covered in the two-day uh pick six episode that i did with uh sarah el bodway yesterday uh so you got t- if you want to listen to that you got two sets of opinions uh and mine a little more fleshed out this is going to be kind of the cliff's notes of vision you know for you so if you don't want to know why things happen or people's reasoning for things if you're just a a grimy degen in the corner dark corner of the otb just waiting for everyone's picks runoffs this show is for you All right. Race nine, six furlongs, $400,000 jiper stakes, grade one on the turf. Uh, the top pick for me, I did a cool snap thing there. The eight arrest me red eight to one. This pace fits. And, uh, this race is going to be chaotic. This is a, uh, what they believe the French call it, uh, la big ass field. It is a big ass field in English. Um, 14 horses, short sprint. There's a lot of speed. There's a lot going on. I kind of just kind of looked at this race and said, I want, uh, you know, from my pace projection, I want horses that are going to be traveling at the first call from this chunk. And so I kind of whittled down from there. I used the rest me red because that pace fits. And I'm expecting this horse to be cycling kind of back into form. After it had like a big early spring, it fell off. Uh, back through the summer and into the fall, and I, I think it might be time for Rest Me Red to kind of come back into form. I could be wrong, and this horse could be washed, but it's also worth the shot at the price of eight to one, especially when you see a lot of like third, fourth, fifth place finishes recently. You know, there's going to be a little bit more money there than uh, the eight to one initially tells us. Uh, the value play for me, it, it, I just went with the the brag and the Warren, the the Fort Fort, um, the Fort Two X pick uh, in the last race. Uh, i I've got Air Force Red to go with the resme red the three Air Force red at twelve to one, so I've got like Red Skelton and Red Fox queued up, ready for you to go. That's a buddy cop film that should have happened someday if speed is carrying on the turf, it's possible. I mean, I don't think it i, I think t- closers can get there on the turf today, you know, based off of what I saw today. I think that even tomorrow closers will still be able to get there, but they still do shit uh, to these tracks. I, that's the official uh, track superintendent term that they, that they use. It's a, uh, you know, uh, from five to 6 PM. It's their do shit period. I mean, they do shit to the track. Uh, they either, they either water it, they mow it. They do all, there's all sorts of things that you can do to grass and dirt. It's fucked up. It's fucked up that they do this to us, but it could be built for speed uh, because tracks like these big, sexy buyer figures from winners from their premier days uh, so if speed is carrying air force reds, a, a must use, a must bet at 12 to one, uh, especially because the temp as serial, by the way, told us last night, the temp rails are going to be down, uh, which means it's going to be a little bit of a wider patch of grass. It's a lot easier for inside speed horses, uh, to get out and not get impeded getting to the front. Sometimes when the uh, temp rail is up and it's a little bit of a narrower path, the inside speed horses kind of get pinched in, uh, by the, the horses from the outside. So that's why Arrest me, or sorry, Air Force Red uh, as the alternate with Arrest Me Red as the pick there. Moving on, race 10, eight furlongs, $1 million, the Metropolitan Mile, grade one. Uh, top pick here is going to be Cody's Wish at seven to five. Um, one, I'm not a monster. There, I said it. Uh, this is a feel good story that makes me feel good, and uh, I, I want to keep feeling uh, good. Uh, because there's been a lot about horse racing as of late. It just kind of makes you feel uh, uh, bad and uh, icky and uh, uh, like a piece of shit. But there's a lot good about it, too. This is just a great slap in the face reminder of the beautiful bond between these equine athletes and humans. Uh, So. Even without the feel good story, the, the the very Disneyish in nature story, uh, Cody's Wish would be the top pick. Um, I, I kind of think that the, this is my most confident pick on the Saturday card, if not the weekend. Uh, I was very confident in uh, S- Siskanya or whatever the, uh, the uh, Charlie Appleby horse was in the uh, uh, Gold Cup today, but that was literally just because I it wasn't going to. I wasn't going to let Charlie Appleby, Charlie Appleby me. So, it, and it was like, a, I'm not looking at this. I'm just trusting that Charlie Appleby is going to win this race. Um, this horse is just much the best. So the top pick is Cody's wish. Uh, the the alternate play isn't so much a, a horse to win bet. It's a horse to put underneath in exotics here. That's how you're going to make money out of Cody's wish. It's either going to be playing a daily double into Cody's wish or playing a daily double out into the next race from Cody's wish or it's going to be coming from in the form of underneath horses and exotics like exotic uh, trifectas or exactas. So the horses that I would use underneath in exactas and trifectas, we're going to start with a three Dr. Shival at a 10 to one uh, good looking horse. Uh, Sean Green asked me earlier how the horse got its doctorate. I really don't know that it turns out it was a, actually a honorary degree from the uh, Tuskegee uh, Institute. Uh he Dr. Shivel is uh H B C U Proud. All right. The four hoist the gold at 30 to 1. That's another one that I want to add underneath in exotics. I, I I'm gonna say that it's Cyril Bodway, uh, when we talked last night on the pod, uh kind of uh might might have pushed me towards it a little bit. There's a lot that makes sense uh for this horse, and the, the price is not one of them. There's no way that the horse should actually be 30 to 1. Um, if you look at its last two finishes at big odds, this horse has run game seconds. You go back to the Malibu ran a game third at 29 to one. You go back to the Perryville at Keeneland. It ran a game second at 25 to one. This horse hits the board at big numbers. Um, I don't think the hoist, the gold is actually going to get all the way up. Sorry to Sarah. I appreciate her hustle and, you know, determination with the game. Uh, to to keep chasing this one because she'll get it at some point. This horse will win something big, uh, but I don't think that it's mashed mash for uh, Cody's wish. So hoist the gold underneath. And the last one uh, in the, the we call it the local horse. Since this is Chad Brown. Hey guys, remember Zandon? Yeah. Yeah. Zandon. Uh, Zandon w- is the equine embodiment of a silver and bronze uh, metal. Uh, s- melted down and swirled together. Like, this horse is just, like, has big, lower uh, lower floors of the podium uh, energy to it. Um, we will see this horse's flag, but we will not hear its national anthem. I'm saying the horse comes in second and third a lot. Uh, and it's a horse that's going to come from the way back. I don't have any confidence in horses to come from way back. Uh, in this Belmont stretch right now. I, I think you can make up ground. I don't think you can come like last to first. And I, I kind of think that's where we might find Zandon in this race. Moving on race 11, the appetizer for the main event, the $750,000 Manhattan Stakes, grade one. You see, you see this, you see this, the, the bougie Manhattan stakes is right before the Belmont. While the gritty working class, the good people of the Brooklyn stakes way early in the card, just great things happening in Brooklyn people. What was I talking about? Horse racing, Manhattan stakes, $750,000, 10 furlongs. It's a Grade one. It's on the inner turf. So my note for my, my first pick, which is going to be, the four ottoman fleet is um let's see here not going against appleby now let's see uh i'm going to give you an alternate here i know that's boring because it's i'm just going with every charlie appleby so let me give you an alternate all right my alternate pick here is going to be uh the three worn point at five to one My note for this one says not going against Applebee. I'm done with it. I'm done trying. I know he tried to fool me twice by losing. It's done. He's done with that shit. It's over. When he brings over jockeys, we're all fucked. That's how it goes. So I am taking just sweet and simple. Give me both the Applebees. I'll have a little bit on something on both of those to win unless the odds are just dumb on them. And it could be on Ottoman fleet. I think you still get value on Warren point. Obviously, Ottoman fleet is going to be the, uh, I, I guess you say, preferred jock because we got William Buick on. Just a, a big, sexy Cutlass. That might be an old. I don't remember. Whatever. Whatever a Buick is, he's big in that. But he's not. Well, he's a jockey. He's not. Whatever. All right. So Applebee's on Applebee's. Where you get the apps. These are the tater skins for the 12 furlong. million Belmont Stakes, Race 12, Grade 1, of course, because this would not be a Grade 2. Going off the reservation with this one, I don't want to win the Belmont. I want to win the Belmont on the sexiest horse. And you tell me a sexier name than Arcangelo. That's like a mix of R. Kelly and D'Angelo. I mean, it's spelled like arc, so there's not like an R, but I mean, you hear it now, don't you? You're humming devil's pie. I can hear you. Stop it. You're humming devil's pie. I'm taking Arcangelo at eight to one. I really like the pace and where Arcangelo is going to be sitting for the majority of this race. It's going to be where it's going to be positioned whenever it hits the stretch. And by that, I mean where it moves, where it starts progressing and running faster through the race. In the Belmont Stakes, historically, you want to be in the fucking lead or damn near it at the top of the stretch, whenever it's game on, down the lane. Like Rooster says in Maverick, which is the uh I decided the other day, the working man's goat uh all time film. I know I know it whatever. Whatever. I know I said like goat at F, but we'll just move past it. I think that Arcangelo, that's how Arcangelo runs. If you look through the running lines, you see that the horse is uh in the lead half length off, very close all the way. The horse is very lightly raced, but it's been progressing really well. Uh horse hasn't done anything wrong. It keeps taking these steps forward. And then on top of that, I mean, the pedigree is there for one as I like to say as an arrogant baby, this this horse is like a designer sneaker. Like there's only, there's only a couple of them made. Um, Also you got tap it on the bottom line. Like if you're going to put a better bloodline together for the Belmont, I don't know how you would, like if someone wants to give it a shot, I mean, go for it. I don't know how we test that. I mean, you will might have to spend millions of dollars to breed a horse uh, but it might be the greatest horse ever, and I want in if you do it. All right. But, yeah, I, I think that Archangel is going to be sitting just kind of that nice, chilly pocket trip. We'll be up, and then it's a dogfight. My value pick, and I'm going to give a shout-out to CJ Sullivan from, uh, you know, the Man in the Box from the Bottom Line Bombs podcast on, uh, on SGPM. He mentioned this uh, before I even looked at the race, but like because he mentioned, it, I kind of took a deeper look. It's a horse number one, Tappet Shoes, twenty to one. I mean, if you want to talk about the pedigree, then it's in the name right there, Tappet. It. Uh, there's there's no question of the tactics here because of the post draw. Uh, the The post draw is the one hole when you're a horse that that kind of pretty much you know being forwardly placed or showing speed is the game. When you draw the one hole, like you're going, that's your move. That's what you have to do otherwise you're pretty much done for but shoes goes but how fast does he go i don't think he goes all that fast because outside of tappet shoes it's it's national treasure and people think national treasure is a burner on the front end i'm going to tell you the truth that horse does not want to go really fast at all in the beginning uh he, there are a lot of lines in that horse's you know past performances where uh they set like a his competition sets like a 22 second opening quarter. He sits back and he just fades and just keeps fading. Like he needs to be up in it and be interested. So I, I think the tap shoes uh, ends up pretty close to the lead. If not on the lead with national treasure, pretty close to the lead, if not on the lead and uh, they could go slow. And if they go slow, we know tap shoes has got it in the pedigree. Uh, national treasure just ran a big race. Who knows? shoes could put down national treasure if that's the scenario that we find ourselves in. So I do like that horse at 20 to one. That would be my, my uh, value play slash alternate. And I just talked for 33 minutes in a goddamn row for you, the people who I love so much. You know, I, I see the download numbers and I really, really thank you guys. I, I can't believe uh, you tune in every week uh, or, you know, at the end last couple days of every week or Whatever. I'm not the best with punctuality. That's my thing. Um, but you know, I'm talking like this because I feel like we all know each other now. So don't forget, uh, leave a review for the show wherever you get your podcast. Time is winding down. Uh, I, I said that uh you have until uh, post-time the Belmont Stakes to get your review in. I'm gonna wait until Monday to draw the winners. The reason being sometimes if you leave a review wherever it you know charts for us. Uh, it takes a, like a day or two to show up. I want to make sure if you like left review right at the end, you get cover you're covered. So leave a review for Notorious OTB wherever you get your podcast, get in the drawing to win the fallen Bob. And uh yeah, let's see. Reminder here. My edge boost double down play of the day is going to be the Miami heat for no particular goddamn reason. Edge boost it enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today at sportsgamingpodcast.com slash edge. And we will catch you next week on the Notorious OTV brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network.